Thursday, February 15th, and the Dome Foamers podcast is back. I'm your host, Christian Kruger, and I'm here with Neil Mieski and Brian Dorton. And we're just lifelong Astros fans that love to talk about the Astros. So, boys, let's go. Right, episode 39 is here. We're back. Had a couple of days due to scheduling conflicts and what we're doing. But the best thing about it is pitchers and catchers have reported. So yes, here sir. we are. Baseball season is upon us. Our Boom. title sponsor is two Gringos Chupacabra. You can still do the Dome Homers 15 to get 15% off on a fan favorite. We will do something on social media. Um, for you to respond, give us feedback, and we will they will mail this to your door. So, thank you to the fine people at two gringos That is the number two gringos Use the dome 15, and thank you so much for them being the title sponsor of episode 39. And, boys, we get to talk about some baseball, yes, sir. Right. So, here we go. We're going to touch on briefly, happened a little over a week ago. The greatest Astro of all time, Jose Altuve. There you go. Neil's yeah, got in his background go. on YouTube. Signs the extension that, honestly, we all thought would eventually happen. Didn't know it would happen this quick. He's got one more year under current contract and then extended for a Neil Mieski five years hmm. for $125 million. How it's broken down. There's some guaranteed money from a signing bonus, and then I think it's um, much of money in the next three years, and the final two years there's not as much. But honestly, from a organization standpoint, it's a it's it's organizational friendly. It's Jose Altuve friendly. I want to get quick reactions and then kind of talk about his place, both historically from the Astros and then all time. So I'm going to throw it to Neil Mieski. Neil, what's your thoughts? Uh, I mean, it's it's awesome, and you know, in my background, there's there's two guys, Altuve and Dana Brown, and obviously, those two got together, and there's been a plan. There there's been talks to make this happen to make Altuve a, a lifelong Astro. And what else is there? I mean, what what else can you say about uh, you know how how awesome that really is so there there's the reaction is is as expected and making jose altuve a lifetime astro is is a you know really for for us astro fans an, an honor that we've gotten to watch him from day one and we will get to see him finish his career and the entire time being as an astro uh you know we're we're in <laughs> we're again spoiled right i mean the the Bijo era and the Altuve era, holy smokes! At, at the second base, we we've been we've been super blessed with the uh, with that that position where many teams struggle. You know, it's that's just a fill in spot, and we've been fortunate to have those guys and and even Jeff Kent. I mean, we had Jeff Kent for a couple of years who, yep. you know, he's no slouch. So, hats off to Dana Brown. Thank you, Jose Altuve. Love it. Norton. So great. The the fact that uh that is just one one 
piece of the puzzle that we just don't have to worry about, you know, um, that, that there's, there's always that, uh, but what if, but what if, you know, it, that before the, the contracts are signed and now that they're here man, that that's great, he's there. Um, now I, I did hear some, some like a little bit of rumbling about, yes, this is very, uh, uh, club friendly, but did, did Altuve leave money on the table type stuff? And, uh, like in my opinion, which means nothing, but in my opinion, I mean, I think he got a great, I think he got a great deal. I mean, he's, he's been in the league for, you know, what, thir- this is 13th, this will be his 13th season. Yeah. 12 full years, 12 yeah. full years. Yeah. Uh, no, going, he's going into his 13th, right? Yeah. Going into his 13th season. Um, you know, and, and the idea was this is going to be a long-term contract and he wants to stay here. He wants to, to continue with this team. And, um, could he have gotten a short-term deal somewhere else for more money? Probably. Well, only more money for, well, I'll, I'll co- finish. Uh, I got yeah. For, sorry. Sorry. A couple more. Could he gotten, could he have gotten more money per year at another, uh, another team for the short term? You bet. But long-term, I mean, I think we did right by him. Um, and I, I, I think it's a, I think it's a win-win and uh, a plus for Dana for getting it done. Yeah. um, Maybe short term he could have, I just don't see he's going to make more in the long run. Um, I, there's, I don't have, I love to pick apart things. This is hard to pick apart. Yeah. Um, It really is. So I'm going to ask you a couple of questions. Both y'all, if if you know, we obviously don't want this because he's now is is under control for six years. He's got his last year of his previous deal, and he's got five more extended. So I don't want to focus on that right now. That's awesome. I'm I'm pro that. I'm sure at the end back end of that, there's going to be some regression. But the guy's the spark. The guy can still hit with the best of them. He's the spark plug. I'm I'm all for it. I'm, I'm this needed to happen. Yep. If his career ended today, his career ended today. I'm going to ask both of you this. Where were, today. So where would you rank him? All-time Astro? And is he a Hall of Famer? One and yes. One and today, yes. One and yes. I love to argue with you too, but I cannot. So good. Yeah. Um, I mean, there's, there's no guy. First ballot. And. Well, I don't think I don't it's the first ballot right now. Huh. No, Jordan, to me and you and, and, and to Neil, I'm sure. But I don't really, I don't, honestly, that stuff, there's so many politics that are involved there. I don't care about that. Um, I would, I would put him in. And it's not so much his regular season. I mean, it is his regular season. And then he gets a bonus for what he's done in the postseason. I, I, I hate, so something I hate about um, Hall of Fame and sports is, well, he didn't do this in the postseason. That should be a side story. Like you should make your, you should be a Hall of Fame player in whatever sport you're talking about, based on what you do on a regular basis, consistently. 
the postseason should be a bonus. Right. And he, I mean, obviously for him, it's a massive bonus. Yeah. Um, so I was just curious. I was curious. I'm with both of you. I agree. He's number one already. Um, and yes. And the fact that he's got six more years, uh, you know, I think 3,000 hits is going to be tough because of some of the time he's missed. Can it happen? Absolutely. But even those those numbers don't mean as much as they nearly did. It's just the way the baseball's going. But he's Hall of Famer. Um, Dorton, to your point about leaving money on the table, supposedly, he is the first second baseman. Yeah. To ever make $300 million. Yeah. yeah. So that's awesome. Good, good, good for him. Good for him. And, and no one deserves it more. I agreed. He was, he came to, I mean, this story is documented, but I'm just going to say it real quick and we'll, we'll go to another subject. He showed up at a tryout, was told to go home because you were cut. You weren't going to have it. You're too short. You're too short. Too to short. Play. Too short. Not good enough. Not strong enough. Don't come back. He came back. And they signed him for fifteen thousand dollars. That's all. I, I mean, the that's the legend. And legend. I'm glad. Can you imagine if he didn't come back? <laughs> yeah. So, uh, yeah. This is pro Altuve. So awesome. Anything else you want to touch on before you change gears? I'm glad it happened. So oh, what does that? What does that? What does that do? Uh, with Bregman money. Yeah, I, so the great, uh, great question. So I was listening. Uh, yeah, shout out to um, Sirius eighty four. Uh, I have Sirius. I listen to it all the time. Taking the kids to school, sporty events, whatever. Major League Baseball radio. Robert Ford, who's on who, the Astros, what is it, radio? Right, one of the radio announcers mm-hmm. said they asked him the question. I had happened to listen to an interview. They said, "Were you surprised by this?" And he said, "No," and here's why. The Astros as an organization and Jose Altuve as a player slash person entity were so close on what they perceived his worth or value was. And they said that's why everyone always thought the deal would get done because they were very similar into what from, you know, past resume, what he's done for the organization where he's going forward, age, all that stuff. He said, Bregman and the Astros organization, to his knowledge, are so far apart. Hmm. Now, there's a year, but um, he said from his knowledge and what he knows, it's night and day compared to where Altuve and the Astros organization was. So, Got it. Interesting. Kind of ominous, very interesting. Doesn't mean it can't change, right? Yeah, yeah. Sure. I, I, um, I think that's and, interesting. I think they're they're two totally different players, too, though. As, oh, they as far are. as you know, I mean, so to, to 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 lump them into the same category uh probably isn't fair. And, and I don't know, Brian, you may have been asking this, like what does the signing of Altuve's financial situation impact the financial impact on Bregman? Where I mean, was that somewhere's in there, or did I misread that? Yeah, no, that yeah. Like, did did we did we dip into any coffers that were possibly Eliminate, signed? Yeah. 
for Bregman. Right. You know, that could have been assigned for Bregman. Right. Yeah. And, and I, who, I thought, and knows? yeah, really in my mind, I kind of felt like not that we stole Altuve in, in the signing, but I thought it left a, a, left us enough room to still maneuver. So, um, yeah, yeah it, I, I don't, and not necessarily for Brandon, but, but still left us yeah. room to. There's so many variables. Like, I mean, right. and we probably, yeah, we probably don't have time. We, we, we honestly, we probably should spend a whole podcast on breaking that down. Um, that's a great question. I, 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 as of today, February 15th, episode 39, I think there's a greater chance we sign Tucker than we do Brayman. Kind of getting the feel that way. It really, it really is. Um, from tea leaves to, you know, talking, reading, and even the fact that it's two years for Tucker and one year for Bregman. So there's going to be more yeah. pressure on the Bregman right um, contract, which you still have. You know, we've talked about it, right? You still have the Fromber thing that's, a, that's yep. going to be overhang, which we'll, we'll get into a little bit of that, at least pitching-wise here in a minute. But, yeah, I, you know – um. I think break – I mean, I think it really boils down to you've got the number two overall pick who was mad he was number two. Um, that's why he wears number two. Yep. Um, incredible college player, incredible player, one of my personal favorite Astros of all time. Yep. Um, I, I know you guys think highly of him. Um, you know, it's, it's, he's a golden year Astro compared to someone who – was told to leave and don't come back and showed up the next day and signed for $15,000. Like there's just a different, there's, there's just different mindsets and and Neil's point, right? It's not the same. Even that, even current state's not the same, but um, I think it's going to be tough to re-sign Bregman. I really don't, I've thought about the, the options and what we would do next year without him. And it's not pretty right now. Yeah. Does it doesn't mean we can't, it can't things can't change and we sign a free agent, but it's not pretty. So you know what's interesting, and this is a this is a, and I, and I've been thinking about this for a little bit now, but um, you know, this being his last year, you know, before before being a free agent, he does have that incredible motivation. Like you've seen it, right? Like I'm going to wear number two, you know, because on the shoulder. Just, on the shoulder. yeah, it's going to be an F you to everybody else. So it like what, what you just said earlier, just kind of brings that kind of into the mix where it's like uh, the Astros want to pay me or think I'm worth this. I think I'm worth this watch. I'll show you what I'm worth. Sure. So, oh, I, you know I, what? I, I mean, like, this I, might that's be, why a, we, that's this why might we be love a pretty that's exciting season. Oh, I, I, you know? I've said it. He's, he's one of on, on my top watch list for a bang out year. So, so I mean, Jordan, I agree with you. And and that's why we love him because he's like the ultimate competitor. Now, yep. let's, let's use some context here, okay? 2019 was his greatest year. I think he finished runner-up in the MVP. That was the juice ball year. It's the, everyone's stats were inflated, 
They were nuts. Justin yeah. Verlander was like the ball's tightened, yeah. the ball's wound tighter, the ball's traveling further. And there's like there's some serious documentation to 2019. The balls were different. Okay. Yeah. So I don't expect that year to happen. Um, so you, you got to use context, right? But for to your point, if he can stay healthy, I I would watch out, which will just drive the price up. Which sure, will also yeah. make it harder to sign him. To sign him, yeah. Sure. Yeah. So it might be a. But but we're good we for the Astros this year. This year, we might have we might have an incredible Bregman and an incredible season this year, leading to, you know, yeah. we're not going to be able. However, you know, who knows? Yeah. I'll who knows? I, I would. I don't know. Well, and 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 we can end on this, but uh, I love the fact of what Jim Crane said earlier of as, as long as I'm here, we're going to be in contention or we're going to be, yeah. we're going to be right there. So, and again, I know that's owner talk and all that kind of stuff, but that is encouraging. It is. All right. Let's segue. Um, let's segue to pitchers and catchers reporting yesterday. Um, I listened to Joe Spada uh, and then his, his, uh, I guess, you know, take of the team. We find out that Verlander is behind on throwing. Um, there's a hiccup. Wasn't that alarming to at first? Then, you know, I know we had a group text, but I also look back. You know, he missed the first five weeks of the season last year with the Mets. Neil brought that up. It's 100% fair. Then supposedly he threw catch today and then threw a couple of pitches in the bullpen. So that's obviously a good sign. Um, we are talking about someone who's 40, going to be 41. I'm going to throw it back to Dorton and then go to Neil. I mean, what is the level of concern with the Verlander situation with the supposed hiccup shoulder tightness? I just, I mean, I don't see how anybody can confidently say anybody, even before like this hiccup or this behind schedule conversation came up. I don't think anybody could have said with a hundred percent confidence. Oh yeah, man. Verlander is going to be there every start. He's going to be healthy all year. Like, don't you worry. Right. Like I, I, it was all it it wasn't an if for me it's a win and it's just a hopefully not that long and not during stretches where it's important right like if you're going to have these hiccups great do it in march if you're going to if you're going to have a slow if you're going to have be behind schedule be behind schedule in march but get up to speed, right? Like, yeah, that's that's what you're here for. So, um, I mean, like, it it wasn't even like I I didn't it, it I wasn't shocked. I wasn't like it. It was expected, you know. Maybe I didn't expect it like the very first thing that <laughs> happened out right. of his mouth. But I, you know, I expected it at some point. Eh, things are okay, or something happened. 
you know what I mean? But oh boys, oh boys taking down what forty million this year? Like you, you can be yeah. Forty three, yeah. You can be you can be healthy for most of the year. You can find a way. Neil? Yeah. I mean to say there's no concern would not be accurate, but there's there's clearly a an awareness. And that's I'm okay with the situation at hand. I mean, again, we we signed up for this deal and we know when you have 40 year old pitchers, there's there's some there's some risk in there. And we we really signed this guy for last year. In my mind, we signed Thank him. Thank you, because that's exactly what I was going to talk about. We we signed him to for us to have a chance to win it all last year, and obviously didn't didn't play out. I'm not saying that means this year anything we get from him is bonus, but again, to sit here and and say that you're surprised that a 40 41 year old who's had Tommy John surgery is is slow getting out of the gate. Well, yeah, I mean. Okay, I get it. And like we talked about in our text, you know, he sure did start off slow last year and still turned out to be okay for us. And so I'll I'll take it. I mean, I'm, 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 I'm fine with the slow start. I trust what he's saying. I, you know, if it was worse, I think they would be saying it's worse and throwing up some red flags. So I don't get that feeling. I just feel like he's 41 years old and his damn arm doesn't get ready as fast as he used to. Okay, I get it. I mean, not 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 a huge deal in my mind. Still, him not being there is a void that we have to fill. And so who is that? Who's who who's the guy that we are filling the first let, let's say it's a month that he's behind who's filling in for that. And and so it definitely hurts us that he's not pitching in the early part of the season, which again, those games count just as much as the last one. But my, my concern is if he is out, if he is missing, who's stepping up to the plate to, to fill in for him and and those innings. So. Yeah. So I don't I don't love it. I don't like it at all. Um, and here's here's why. I mean, you guys, you guys stated it. And and is it panic mode? No, but I don't like it. He's not going to recover as fast due to age, right? I mean, how effective is he going to be coming out of it? Whenever it is that he's coming out of it. Um, it's clear to me that he's going to have to miss some time, whether it's just an extended break or a DL stint for 30. I mean, whatever it may be like, yeah. I, I, I don't, I don't like it. Well, Neil, I mean, it, you, you Neil, Neil, you said it. I mean, he was brought here for last year and you know what? We didn't, we didn't win it. The first time we brought him, you know, we did. 
um, 20 and 21, he pitched six innings over a two year, a year and a half for $66 million. <laughs> so I have some, I have some PTSD. Yeah. <laughs> um, I really do. It is almost okay. Well, let me break it out for you this way. This is my, this is only my thoughts. Y'all can I, I, chime in if you disagree. I all I care about is the World Series, which I, you guys are on the same boat. I believe we have a World Series infield. I believe we have a World Series capable outfield. I believe we have a World Series capable in um, lineup. I believe we have a World Series capable level bullpen. Yep, back end bullpen, and I think some answers will be happen, but I, I really do. I do not think we have a World Series capable starting rotation right now. I don't. And that's with a healthy JV. That's with, because, I was about to say, is that with JV or no? Yeah, because I don't think we're going to see him all year. And this was before yeah. this little hiccup, which might not be anything or might not be much. Who's, um, your, who's, your, who's your starting five without JV? Framber Javier. Um, Hunter Brown, your Keedy. Um, who am I missing? JP, who's JP. also who also has shoulder who also has yeah. shoulder issues. B lock, B lock. <laughs> like honestly, like JP France is not in my rotation, no matter what. He He's just not. Be. He no, and B lock should are are one should in be the a, same. He he should be a he should be a spot slash long starter in the bullpen to eat innings and to see how effective he can be listen i love i love frenchy's story i love it i love it i think it's great but yeah i mean like so you asking that question dorton leads me hang on a second so without verlander you're saying we cannot make it to the world series or with verlander with Verlander, you don't think that we're capable of making the World Series? I I don't think – I think with Verlander, that is the only position group in on, the, on our 25, 26-man roster that is not World Series championship level. So the exact same people that we had last year – cannot do it again well, even though true. even though plus oh no oh, wait, plus plus her kitty plus her kitty no yeah you said hunter but yeah, you okay. said hunter yeah so plus that's what though. we didn't have her kitty last year yeah, yeah. in the rotation well yes but i mean hunter brown's season last year up or down would you say well i don't up or down on what it was his first like year. was it a good was it a average Fine. Average. Fine. Uh, I would even say below. Uh, uh, I mean, I, I don't know if I want to go that far. Being a first-time starter, he pitched way more innings than he was supposed he to. Should've. Yeah, he pitched way – he pitched – he probably pitched 40 to 50 more innings than he was supposed to. So, going power down rank, the same – Power, power rankings-wise, he's better than Javier. No, he's so not. Yeah, I mean, like, <laughs> yeah, I'm looking at it right now. In a power ranking, he's – and I don't know who does those power rankings. They're fan, wrong. Fan graphs. So my, my point is, 
pretty good. I didn't. I don't feel like when we look back at last year's starting pitching, I don't feel like we had a team or a starters that was World Series worthy. Right. Agreed. Fair. And we and we went to Game Seven, and, and so if those guys have grown and matured and and perform above what again I think was okay average to below average inconsistent we'll, we'll put it at that if they're if they can develop some more consistency I'm I'm not saying we have the best pitching staff in the league I am not saying that I'm just saying we've got guys that know how to to battle and win games even when they don't have their best stuff. Now, we we pulled, I mean, be like Blanco, uh, Frenchie. I mean, we we pulled some some rabbits out of hats to to kind of get there. And it's always better to 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 not have to do some of that garbage. But again, I, I don't I don't feel like I feel like we're we're spoiled rotten again. <laughs> I mean, I mean, no, Neil, you say that all the time, and you're right. We are, but we need to extend this window of being spoiled rotten slash golden era as long as we can. Um, you said down year for the quote unquote staff. Are you sure everyone's going to have a better year? I'm not. No. Yeah, Some are. no, I mean, I agree. Um, what, but, what, it, what, what it screams to me is we need to go out and get a starter. Yeah. And that's, there's, three, there's, there's three starters out there, in my opinion. And they're all going to cost different amounts. And I'm over talking about, you know, Crane impressed me uh, signing off on the hater deal. So I'm not going to talk about luxury tax. Because if he's willing to do that, he's willing to go even further. There's Snell. Yeah. There's Jordan Montgomery. Stop. As far as I'm concerned, you can stop. Um. Okay. For I'm the right price. price. I'm For the right price. price. So there's three starters, three levels. There's Snell. So obviously, that's who Neil wants, which I get. Cy Young Award winner in the National League. There's Jordan Montgomery, and there's Michael Lorenzen. So Snell's going to cost the most, then Montgomery, then Lorenzen. Uh, If you told me they got one of the three, I'm in. Because I think we are a starter short due to all the injuries, due to the uncertainty of what we're going to have with France, Verlander, that's not accounting any other injuries that might happen. We are a starter short. Now, I'll get back to you here in a minute, Neil, because you, you stopped at Snell, and I get it. For me, go get Jordan Montgomery. He is a um, strike thrower, proven, um, healthy, not going to cost as much as Snell. Throws right. more strikes than Snell. Snell has better stuff. No doubt. 
strikes out more players. But Jordan Montgomery showed me a ton sticking it to us. Um, mm-hmm. The Rangers, the Rangers have pretty much said that they're not they're done due to some TV. They've got TV contract issues, which I don't even know what's going on with all that. And they said they are not going to make any more big splashes. So supposedly they're out of the market. So I think the market is the Yankees, Orioles, and a surprise team could be the Astros. And I would go get him yesterday. Yeah, that would now, be incredible. Now, if you tell me, Neil, you got Dana Brown back there over your right shoulder. You tell me he wants to go get Blake Snell. I'm like, done. Yes, I'm good. Great. Sign off. But at what cost? Right. I mean, he's gonna he's gonna cost a lot more. Right. And, and then again, the the trickle down effect of how that affects. Yeah. I'll say still Bregman, but Bregman and Tucker. Yeah. Uh, which which again um, I get. And Lorenzen is not going to be cheap, but he's going to be the cheapest of the three. Right. I just think he's. I think he just tracks to Baltimore for reasons we don't need to get into the podcast. It just seems like that's where he's going. Um, but who knows? But, I mean, he would be cheaper, but he's still not going to be cheap. But we need another starter for me to feel like we are the – we're extending this golden era and extending this domination of the AL and the AL West. And, and I – You can I never have for, too much pitching. There you go. Yeah. Bottom line. Bottom line. Thoughts? I know Neil, you said Snell and in there. I get it. I would. I would be. Um, I'm all for it. I'm. I love spending other people's money, so I'm all for it. Let's go. <laughs> all right. Yeah, and I saw I what just, Montgomery. I saw what Montgomery did with to us or Sam. Absolutely, uh, absolutely. And they're just sitting out there, waiting to be signed. Now you're right. Opportunity costs. What's it going to cost future? Go win it now. Um, I love well, and the fact Snell's that, a left hander that, that that can replace. Uh, I'm just thinking Snell's also a left-handed pitcher that can replace Fromber. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Now, Fromber throws a whole lot more strikes than Snell does, but Snell's stuff is nasty. Yeah. Yeah. Agree. Um, totally. But agree. I would be. I mean, if we went and got Michael Lorenzen, I'd be like, love it. Love it sure. because he's going to eat innings and he's probably a number three. Give me another arm. I, I mean, yes. I'm not, we're yes. not being picky, but like you no. said, if, if you give me a blank, you know, Jim Crane's checkbook, we, we currently are a starter short. I agree with a, with a healthy 80% of the season, Justin Verlander, we're a starter short. Yeah. Cause if you're, if you, if you for one minute bank anything on, Lance McCullers, no, or Garcia. You, um, I'm I'm gonna no. have a hard time talking to you. No chance. Nope. Are you? Yeah. Wait, what? Yeah. So that. Oh wait, that wait are you to... talking about like for like them making coffee for us? No, is that what you're talking about? Coffee shop. Because that I'm that, in for that. But that does lead me into. Not um, it's gonna be really interesting to see how they how they use Spencer Arigetti in spring training. I'm going to be fascinated what they do there. Like, is there, is it, is it spot work? Is it, let's see what the kids got or is it, let's, or are we ramping this kid up? Yeah. Cause that's two different things. Like how talented is he against big league hitting? Let's give him a shot here. Let's give him a shot here. Or are we ramping this, this kid up? Right. Um, 
because if you told me he opens the season in the on the team and he's your sixth starter and let's give him three starts, I would sign off on that right now just to see what he's got. Sure. Sure. Yeah. Um, so yeah, I mean if if he's who knows, right? Right. Who it, knows? If he's close enough. Well, the quote unquote stuff, stuff, meaning arm, mm -hmm. is far and away better than JP France. It's not a knock on JP France. It's just his actual stuff is better. Now, does he need more years in the minors? I I don't know. We'll see. But I am going, it's going to be fascinating to see the more innings he pitches, the more they're ramping him up to be on the team if he's successful. Yeah, that's what spring training's for, right? Yep. Well, it's cl- it'll be clear how usage, right? You're right. Spring training is for that, but spring training is also to play a bunch of the minor league guys, give your your lineup a rest. Like if they're if they are if there's a plan and you can see the plan, that means they're getting him ready to be in the rotation to start and see what he's got. Yeah. Okay. Anything else on touch on that? All good. Yeah. Okay. To stay on the pitching side, and let's just talk about it real quick. It's clear Joe Espada likes roles. It's clear that he likes roles. He I supposedly met. He supposedly met with Presley and Hader Tuesday because they reported Wednesday and said that Hader was going to be the closer to start. I personally love it. Um, Hader. I heard saw his interview. Hader was great. Very professional. I did not see Presley. Word for word, I did read his comments that he was surprised. All I'm going to say is, how are you surprised when the person they signs ERA, and and ERA is not the end-all be-all anymore. However, with relievers, it is a little more important than starters. Hater's ERA is 1.28. Yours was 3.58 last year. So you're talking about a massive 2.3 runs difference. Now, I mean, were you really surprised? Really? Were you you surprised that they signed him? Are you surprised that he's the closer? Because there should be no surprise who the closer is. I also read a quote that said that we are a better team with him on the roster. I read that as well. But, I mean, are you really really surprised that he's named the closer? (laughs) You shouldn't be. If you are, you shouldn't be. Right. You're, you're saying Pre- Ryan Presley said, and he was quoted as saying, yeah, I'm a little surprised that Hater's going to yes. be the closer. Yes. He was surprised at the conversation um, and surprised that Hater was named the closer. And he did say Dorton is correct. You know, you, all, you get bits and pieces from these interviews, right? Yeah. He said that we were a better team with him, and I'm glad he's here. But he said that he was surprised that he was named the closer, meaning Josh Hader. I'm going to need to Their see. Their ERAs last year are the difference of 2.3 runs. <laughs> I'm going to need to see the context of that before I really. I mean, if it was a poor pitiful me, that's a problem. I, Ryan, look, I'm not. I doubt it was that, but it was a little. Again, I, I saw Hater. I didn't get to see Presley, but I read what Presley said. I think it was more like, 
yeah, I'm a little surprised he's already named a closer. I'm like, I'm not. The guy is one of the best closers of all time. Um, what's there to be surprised about? I think you're actually pressed. I think you're actually going to be a better pitcher in the eighth inning. Yeah, maybe than you sure, are right. as a closer. But that's the news that was circulating yesterday and today. Interesting. We'll see. But I am, I am, I am very happy to have some. You, you said it perfectly. Defined roles, and like, there's, there's not even a question anymore. Who, who's going to be a closer? Are we going to have two closers? <laughs> are we going to have three well, closers? Uh, yeah, Espada like, said that. Like Espada said that he wants roles, which. I think that's good for, even though he's been groomed, you know, being a manager. Dude, look, I mean, you have Josh freaking Hader. He's yeah. not going to be your setup guy. Yeah. And honestly, like, and Neil, you make a great point. Context. It it, it always matters. So that's why I said I didn't get to see right. Presley, like, see his body language see him say that i read it so i am right. giving him the benefit of the doubt but like do you want to put your numbers up against brian or braves because i can move you to the seventh inning real fast right <laughs> yeah like, i mean closers are, are freaky dudes you know there's yeah. they, they've got a mentality and i'm okay with him wanting to be the closer and not being, I'm okay with that competitive edge. Yep. But to be in front of a microphone and say, I'm already questioning the new manager and we're a handful of days into spring training. That's a little concerning if that was the, the origin of that. Well, I'm again, I'm going to, I mean, for the sake of time, I'm only using one stat. Um, again, I I'm not disagreeing with you. No, I know, I know you're not. I know, but I mean, it's not like the end all be all, but it is more important for um, relievers. We're not talking 128 to 228 or 278, we're talking 128 to 358. Yeah, yeah, last year, it's, it's not even close. No. I'm glad he's the closer. He should be the closer. And and you know what the amazing thing is? If it if it if there's issues, you can move him around. That's yeah, the yeah. thing. That's yeah, the thing about sure. having him here. I mean, I'm not convinced Brian and Ray in the best of all three of them eventually. But right. we don't know we don't know that. Um, you know, as Jordan says, we gotta wait till game three. We'll find um, out game three. <laughs> right. Yeah. So, any anything else you want to touch on there before we go to our last kind of quote unquote yeah, speak, topic? Yeah, go ahead. Speaking go of ahead. that, just real quick, uh, do we know? Do we know if has Stanek been no. signed by anybody? Like, are we mm-hmm. are we still in any kind any kind of interest there? Just to have one more piece. There's. Of the arsenal. Fair point, fair question. I haven't heard anything that they're talking with him because they did talk to Neris. Um, I haven't heard anything. Doesn't mean just usually, you know, stuff trickles out if they're at least having conversations like they did with Hater, remember? Yeah. Um, so I, 
I wouldn't assume so. Um, I, it's I find my... it hard to believe that he hasn't been picked up or he hasn't been signed by somebody at this point. What, I mean, what's him and his agent asking for? Yeah, what are they yeah. asking for? Yeah. Mm-hmm. I mean, yeah. Cody Cody Bellinger, Blake Snell, Jordan Montgomery, Michael Lorenzen haven't been picked up yet. Yeah. That's you know true. what I mean? Like, yeah, I yeah, mean, you just, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, I, real quick, I need to do a little homework on this, but it, it really seems that Bennett Sousa. Yeah, is going to be in the bullpen, a lefty. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, we we picked him. I don't I don't even remember how we picked him up. He he was with us last year, um, but it really sounds like he's going to, unless he just crafts the bed in the spring, that he's going to be in the bullpen. I need to do a little more homework on him because obviously he hasn't been in the organization very long. Um, so. I need to learn a little bit more about him, do a little research, but it really sounds like they're going to give him every opportunity to be one of the bullpen pieces. We did, just FYI, we sent um, international money to the Padres for a, to, um, a Cuban outfielder. I know well, nothing about him. Uh, Dominican Republic. I don't remember. I, I don't yeah, know. I saw just, about that. Yeah, I don't know what that's about. Um, anything else you would touch on before we touch on our last segment of the of the of the podcast? I went to the Houston Astros website and I see visually the uh, Ryan Presley discussed Josh Hader's spring training body language. Fine, he does go. Yes, I am a little surprised, but he squeezes that inside of saying everything the right way. Um, I'll pitch whenever the phone rings. So he's saying the right things that was squeezed in there. Uh, it's going to be a fun time. And, you know, he seems like a great guy. So I'm excited. You know, they're, they're, I think it's fine. I think it's fine. I feel a little bit better. Uh, visually right. seeing it. Yeah, I do too. Cause you got no times, no baby back bees back in that bit, uh, bullpen. Right. Okay. Well, my last thing, and it, it, this is just, this is just me being me. Major League Baseball Network does position rankings of every position on the baseball field from starting pitching, closers, setup men, catchers, first baseman, every position on the baseball diamond. Yeah. Um, I haven't caught them all. Some of them I like, some of them I disagree with, but that's part of it, right? That's why they do it, talking points. I got a real problem with right field rankings, real problem. And here's why. They do a top 10 list. Mm-hmm. They they ranked Kyle Tucker four, which just seeing that, I'm like, four? I don't know if Who's I can better? name. Right. Obviously, number one is no doubt. I, I mean, there is no gripe. Anyone has a gripe, but number one, just go away. Let's not have this conversation talk. Ronald Cunha Jr., MVP, freak, 35, 40 bombs, 70 stolen bases. Just stop. Okay? Done. Number two, Juan Dorton Soto, who for the last couple of years has played left, is one of the worst defensive outfielders there is. Now, now, hold on. If you want to tell me 
that he is a better hitter than Kyle Tucker, I will say, okay. Debatable, yeah. I think it's even debatable. Mm, I don't know if it's debatable. I, I, I could say, all right, he's not a, he doesn't steal bases, he's not a better base runner, and he is not a better defender. So all around, you're telling me he's better than Kyle Tucker? No. That's not even where I'm most pissed about. Where's he going to play for the Yankees, by the way? They're, that's yeah. why. He's, they're moving him to they're play, he's playing right. And uh, Judge? Center. Center. I'm looking – they may have changed this, Kruger. I'm, I listened I'm, to this today, today, well, this I'm, morning. I'm on, I'm on MLB.com. I'm on the top ten in per position – and under right fielders, Acuna, obviously. Number two, Kyle Tucker. That's what I'm looking at I, right now. I list, well, maybe MLB.com is different than MLB Network. Ah, uh, mm. okay. That might be true. Yes. Okay, for sure. So it might be if true. MLB.com did it, and MLB. they have two, then, MLB.com hey. have them, has them at two. Hey, that's where I would have them. Yeah. But you're right. Yeah, number three is Soto. Then, yeah. I mean, oh, hold then, on. I even got to the one I'm pissing me off the most. <laughs> Go ahead. Go ahead. So, Dorton, thank you for looking at this. Must be MLB Network because okay. that's what that's what the Sirius XM Radio is. Okay, number yeah, three. That makes sense. Corbin Carroll. Yeah. <laughs> who? Hold on. I want this to be. Documented. I love me some Corbin Carroll. He is athletic. He's fun to watch. Like, I am a Corbin Carroll fan. I have multiple Corbin Carroll rookie cards. So you cannot call me a hater. He's rookie of the year. He's done it. One time. One time. Mm -hmm. There is no proof that he's going to back it up, be better, be the same, be worse. The book is out on him. Pitchers are going to pitch to him more. He could be a phenomenal player, and I can come back on this thing and be like, I was wrong. You're going to tell me you're going to put Corbin Carroll before Kyle Tucker, who's done this for how many years? Yeah. That's a joke, man. That is a joke. It's a joke. I mean, if we it's only recent, had some experience with somebody who was like, you know, World Series MVP and struggled their second year. 100%. <laughs> it's recency bias, and I hate that so much. And I am a Corbin Carroll. I, Corbin Carroll, I would take Corbin Carroll on my team before Juan Soto. He's fun Tomorrow. to watch. Tomorrow, I would take him. Yeah. But I just, sorry. I would go, I without that a, I would go with eight guys before I take Juan Soto. No, no, me thanks. too. Me too. But How I'm just this? trying to context. Yes, I'm not I'm with you. <laughs> How about this? Can you name the three positions? There are only three. You name the three positions that don't have an Astro in at least one of the top 10. Yeah, I said that. At least one of the top 10. First base. First base, uh, first base obviously. Shortstop. Shortstop. Center. Or where, where do they have? Is it center? center? Okay. Ask me. Ask me. Ask me about starting pitcher. I mean, 
sorry, uh, relief pitchers, Abreu, number seven. Obviously, sounds good, right? Third baseman, Bregman, number five. Okay, that's uh, uh, that, that's yeah, that's that's a that's a pretty good spot for him. I don't have much many arguments there. Uh, second baseman, Altuve, number two, to Betts. Yeah. Only because they moved Betts there, which yeah. whatever. Right field. Now this one has Tucker too. Right. right. That's MLB.com. Good for them. Because that's where catchers, he should be. Catchers. Martin. Oh, wait. No, no, no. No. Martin Maldonado <laughs> is not on this list. But at number eight, another guy. What's that guy's name? Yeah. Oh, Yanir Diaz is on number eight. Uh, starting pitchers, JV is number four. Left field. Who's number one? Your daddy. Who's number five? Jazz. Jazz. Dang, that's right. Yeah. <laughs> I do remember that. I love it. I love it too. Who? Who? So I'm going to go ahead and say we don't have three. We have three positions that aren't uh, that don't have one. I'm going to say two, first and short, right? Because Chaz will be playing some center. Yeah. And guys, that's funny. I'm, especially, I'm in Myers, especially in Meyer struggles, and, and y'all know pretty strong. Y'all know I'm. I have held on to this, and I'll go down with this guy, but I'm still not quitting on first base. I still think Abreu is going to turn out to be what we wanted. I hope so. I hope you're right. We'll see. I, I don't. I don't have a comment. Other than hey. I hope you're right. Okay. I'm all right with it. I will say this, and we'll we'll end on this, and then we'll wrap it up. I did a little research. You know, Dorton, you brought up earlier Fangrass. I fully am aware that Yanir Diaz is going to have struggles because he's going to be catching a lot. I, yeah. I understand that that takes precedence. Your offense will suffer. But their numbers that they have projected, I don't agree with. 20 home runs, 68 RBIs, 270, I think. I'm give or take a point or two. That's like the consensus or whatever it is. I think they have a they have a consensus that no way. He's gonna be pushing 30 bombs, 85 RBIs. Um, I don't know. I do feel like there's gonna be some some struggles, but at the same time, they can rest him. I th- I am going to say this. I think the signing of Victor Cantanini, oh, Cantanini is going to be a incredible signing because I, I think he's going to be able to receive and still hit, and you can put Diaz at DH. And I, I, I think agree. it's going to be a hell of a signing. Uh, you stole you. If you weren't going to go there, I was going to finish that off. Yeah, uh, I agree. The more I'm seeing, the more I'm reading. Yeah, uh, Caratini is a is a dude. Yep. All right, boys. Um, tons of Astros information in there. It's pitchers and catchers report. I think the uh, position players show up what this weekend or maybe the start of next week. I don't even remember. Um, we had a little delay with our schedules. It's all good. We're going to get back on track. But I appreciate it. Like, 
share, subscribe, give us feedback, continue to do so. We're the Dome Foamers, and baseball season is right around the corner. Screw the Rangers. Tell your mom. Tell your mom's mom. At us, and boys, go Strokes. Go Strokes. Go Strokes.